Welcome to Cleveland's newest and Cleveland's best sports podcast. This is Two Guys in a Mic with your hosts Ron Pierce and Sean Davis. Let's go. Welcome to another edition, another post-game edition of Two Guys and Mike. I am, uh, tonight I'm your one host, RP. As you can tell, I'm, I'm pretty much, <clears throat> I'm pretty exasperated right now. I'm pretty, I'm emotionally spent. But it, it, it's not like a like it all happened tonight. It's kind of carryover. It's kind of been a number of things that is that's happened with this team. You know, once you realize that your team doesn't have a chance to to make it to the playoffs, you tend to have this this low this moment of of clarity, as Jay Z uh, might say. You had this moment of clarity where you got to think about. You know, uh, what happened? How do we end up here when there was uh, so much promise, there was so much talk about, you know, uh, all these different things we were going to do? I'll be honest with you, probably for the first time since even a little bit more than what I saw in 07 uh, with the team that we have with Braylon and, and, and uh, and K2 and, and, and Jervicious, I, you know, I felt some level of, 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 I had some faith in what Stefanski had built. I had some faith, you know, in what I saw in Baker coming into this season. I had some faith with OBJ, uh, Jarvis, uh, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, uh, uh, Rashard Higgins and, and 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 Austin Hooper and Harrison Bryant and David and Joku and that offensive line from uh you know uh Jedrick all the way over um to to Jack I just felt a thousand percent faith in what we saw last year moving into this season and None of it translated. Well, not none of it. I, I, I guess I'd be uh, kind of telling a, 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 a false uh, 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 story if I said that none of it translated. Because that's that's honestly, that's not true. It's not that none of it translated, because some of it did. Uh, give me a second while I adjust my vision. And I, I also have to turn off my excuse me, you guys. I'm sorry. Apologize for the the uh, interruption while we while we're while we're doing our thing. But I gotta adjust everything, and these are things that I should have done earlier. But I was a little bit distracted uh, by watching the trash that I saw here on Monday Night Football. Sorry, apologize. Um, where was I? Uh. I, I, I think we just came into this season with this feeling of 
we believe that this team was there. And not necessarily there. I didn't buy into the Super Bowl talk that other people were giving me. I, I you know, I've been here long enough. I understand enough that I'm not, I'm not buying into that. I'm smart enough to at least say, hey, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this thing out a little bit. Yeah, I know I did say that we should have went to the Super Bowl last year. Or we could have went to the Super Bowl last year if we would have beaten um KC. I thought we could. We had a very good chance of beating Buffalo, which could have been our first chance in the Super Bowl. I didn't say we would have won the Super Bowl. I thought that was a very good shot for us to sneak in last season. I didn't think this season would be that year that we would just sneak in. I think that we had to build. And the way that we built, especially defensively, ourselves going into the latter stages of the season, we're actually right there. We actually are. Let me tell you where we're not right there with and because. If you guys watch the game today, I don't even know what the damn score of the game was. I, I, you know, it, it got to a certain I'm, – I'm serious. I don't even know what the damn score of the game was. I think it was 26 to 14 or something like that. But I just – the levels of disinterest that I had in the game after a certain point. And I know a lot of people were turned off by the, the Ben Roethlisberger tributes and all that stuff. Listen, I ain't no Ben Roethlisberger fan, but the dude is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Easy. Um, he's annihilated the Browns. And he's a guy that has said this multiple times. He's an Ohio guy that the Browns passed over. How many people have, have said that? Not necessarily about the Browns. But how many people have said that just in general in their careers? Yo, I want to I want to make all the people that passed over me, I want to make them pay. That's what this dude did. He's the Tim Misney. If you're a local guy, you know who Tim Misney is. He's a lawyer. Whoa, that's his, that's his motto. I'm going to make him pay. Ben Roethlisberger has been Tim Misney for the last 18 years when it came to playing against the Browns. I'm going to make him pay. To be honest with you, if I was a professional ball player and somebody passed over me, especially if I thought I was pretty good, yeah, I'm going to make them pay too. I'm competitive like that. That's just a competitive thing. It ain't nothing personal, I don't think. I, I think it's I think it's very, very competitive, though. And I think Ben took that personal. Uh, like Mike, <laughs> every time I say that, I think about Mike now, uh, Michael Jordan. Um He took it personal, and it's played out over the course of his 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 uh, career. He's played us uh, 672 times, and he's won 665 times. Oh, I'm sorry, 664 times, and he had one tie. I'm sick of the dude, and I'm glad to see him go. But what better way to send this guy on his way than to get that last win on the road against, uh, you know, a, a, a hated rival, et cetera, et cetera. But we, do, we can't even muster up the moxie to do that. 
I'm at such a loss for this team. And I keep hearing these different pieces and parts. And I don't know if anybody saw, you know, the little halftime thing I put together for for, for the Instagram page. Uh, if not, go look at it, like it, comment. Uh, I, mean, I know we're past it because the game is over with now. But I was saying some stuff in the, in the halftime. Like, I, I, I just, I don't understand what the goal was this season. And I damn sure don't understand what the goal was tonight. It all sounds good. We say all the right stuff coming into the games. We say all the right stuff. You know, uh, 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 you know when, when, when the announcers say certain things, they, you hear all the right stuff coming out of Stefanski. You hear all the right stuff coming out of Baker. And then the game starts. Then you see the play calling. Then you see the execution. And one side of the ball, there's one side of the ball that I gave the heaviest, heaviest criticism to. That's defensively. Joe Wood, every week that I come back to this table, every week that I meet myself at this desk, after, especially for a post-game show. You know what I have to keep saying? Mr. Woods, Coach Woods, I'm sorry, Coach Woods. Good job. Good job. He did a good job today. Again, giving the offense every opportunity, every single opportunity to take advantage of short fields, every single opportunity to correct the mistakes of the stupid offense and the stupid play calling. Yep, I'm saying stupid. The defense took care of a lot of things over the last couple of weeks, and they did it again today. Only for the offense to go back out there on the field and look like a Division 2A high school team playing against Alabama or playing against an NFL team. Pittsburgh's defense is awful against the run. They're awful against the run. You know what they've done to us all year? It's just loaded up the box. It's just loaded up the box. Now, they didn't necessarily load up the box today. Not today. They did do some blitzing, which kind of thwarted a couple of passes, excuse me, a couple of our run plays, but they didn't do anything like incredibly. We just sucked. And yeah, TJ Watt blew us up. But bro, we lost because we didn't run the ball. Again, for the last couple seasons, what have you heard me say consistently? Run the ball. Run the ball, run the ball, please. Just run the ball. It's what we do best. We have, I'm gonna name off our two best players on the, on the football team, period, period. No, no guessing, no scratching my heads. And before I said it, I already know if anybody's watching this show or, or if anybody watches this show, the year is, I'm going to give you the date so you know. 
because you might watch it some other time, a couple years down the line, I'm not sure. It is January the 4th. It's 12, 11 in the year eight. So it's January 4th. This game was played on January 3rd. January 4th, 2022. I said that purposely because anybody who looks at a roster or anybody who's alive right now who knows what the roster is, we already know who our two best players are. Miles Garrett and Nick Chubb. Notice how I didn't say basic Mayfield. Do you notice how I didn't say basic Mayfield? Do you notice how I didn't mention basic and all of his damn commercials? Do you notice how I didn't say that? Because he's not one of our best players. He's one of our most prominent players, and he may even be a team leader. He's not one of our best players. Baker Mayfield is the worst quarterback in the AFC North. Easy, easily said. Not to mention, he may be, I know we can say he's the worst, so that means he's fourth, right? But guess what? He's fourth. He might even be fifth behind uh, the backup quarterback in Baltimore, behind Huntley. I'd rather see any of these quarterbacks rather than to see Baker Mayfield. He's terrible. And I know. Go ahead with the excuse. Oh, he's hurt. Oh, it's the harness. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Oh, if he would have had his whole offensive. Excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse. I live in the world of no excuses. If you want to make an excuse, I'm like, uh, I'm like Superman's parents, man. I'm on the council. I'm putting you in a glass case and shooting your ass off to space if you want to make an excuse. I'm done making excuses, and I've been done making excuses for Kevin Stefanski and his goofy-ass play calling. And I'm done making excuses for Baker Mayfield. And I'm going to be more specific. We're in a, we're in a, we're in a situation where he's four years in right now, Baker. Everybody always talks about all the different um, coordinators and coaches that this dude has. That's that's fact. Those are facts. Let's be honest. Those are facts. And they do assist, or they could also uh, uh, hinder your process or your progress. It could, and it does in certain cases. But I'm going to tell you something. I saw and I watched a kid come out of college and, and, and show up and look like, wow. Like, first two or three games I saw him, I was like, god dang. This dude can throw that damn rock. That dude's a good quarterback. Guess who it wasn't? It wasn't Baker Mayfield. 
maybe the first game or so I saw a Baker. I said, man, there's something there. First year or so, I said, man, there's something there. Second year, man, there's something there. Third year, I'm like, okay, well, what do we have? Fourth year, I'm like, uh, are we going to get this dude $100 million out? And I'll be honest with you, last year I would have gave him, at the end of last year, I was willing to throw that $40 million, $30-something million tag at him. And I'm glad that I'm not the uh, general manager right now. I'm super glad I'm not. I think that the front office, Andrew Barry and those guys are doing the right thing. They're waiting this thing out. Let's see what we got. Let's find out what we have. Let's not be hasty. I'm I'm fine with that. Because right now, I'm not giving that dude $30 million. The way he's playing right now, and you cannot tell me that all of this is, is injury. Baker did look very good last year. But you know what? Baker was basic last year. 3,500 yards, 26 touchdowns, eight interceptions. That's pretty solid. Those are the same numbers Case Keenum has every single stupid year. And guess what? Case Keenum is 500 as a quarterback. Guess who's just under 500 as a quarterback? You want to guess? You want to, You want me to tell you or you want to tell me? It's Baker freaking Mayfield. He's basic. Baker Mayfield is basic. And this offense ain't doing no uh, service to make him better than basic because they want to keep passing. They want to keep putting the ball in his hands. We we ran today 18 times. Nick Chubb ran 12 times today. He was averaging about five yards a carry, 4.6, I'm sorry, per carry. 12 times. So you had one run by uh, uh, Jarvis, and he had another, I think, six runs or four or five runs, rather, by uh, Dearness Johnson. And if you go back, you take a look at the numbers for this offense. No matter what happens, we throw 30 to 40 times and we run uh, anywhere from uh, 15 to 25 times. That's it. Like that to them, that's the formula for success. That's the formula for success to them. And to them, them being Kevin Stefanski and his offensive core. He always brings in Alex Van Pelt and, and mentions uh, Bill Callahan as his, oh, I, I sat down and I talked with them and I did this and I did that and we're going to get better. It's not better. It's worse. It's worse. It's worse. We were better last year. Now we're worse. See that? See that? Do you see the background? I told you I really do a good job of putting together uh, my backgrounds. My backgrounds are very, very purposeful. If you ever, if you, anybody watches this show, my backgrounds are super purposeful. I do them a certain kind of way on purpose. Uh, I, I choose my backgrounds 
very carefully and very specifically. When I saw the, and this comes from uh, the Monday Night Football Club. Thank you guys. I stole your stuff. Um, I'm, I'm sure I won't get any messages from you guys. However, if I do, I will cease and or desist. <laughs> but, but thank you for putting this out. Because this, I've been getting a little bit of grief about my criticism on uh, Kevin Stefanski this season, and I've been I've been pretty critical. But I I I just got a an alert on my Facebook. Oh, excuse me, a memory. I, it's not an alert. I got a memory on my Facebook from last season. I've been and Sean Sean has been very very clear about. I've been on Kevin Stefanski's ass because I saw stuff last year that I didn't like. And it's leading us right down the same go fast road. I still give him a, a small pass. I think he's overwhelmed. I think he's doing too much. I think he's he's attempting, like, you know, you, you you're new at the job. You know how you're new at a job, and let's say your job is dishwasher. Let's just say you're a dishwasher, and as a dishwasher, you're you're like, yo, you know, give me everything. So now you got a little bit of downtime. So instead of looking at uh, how many water glasses you need to have washed. And, and ready for the, the staff because they got this party at 85, you, you're you kind of slow right now. So you're looking around for more dirty dishes. You're not paying attention to making sure you got enough clean water glasses for this party of 85. You, you're distracted. You're doing too much. I continue to say this, and I'm going to continue to say it every week. Kevin Stefanski is doing too much. He needs to lay off uh, of the play calling and allow Alex Van Pelt to do the play call. He needs to cut it out. And I think that that will help him become a better situational football player. Uh, excuse me, a, a better situational football coach for his football player. Excuse me. Get my hydration on with my Carmex. Carmex, call me. I use y'all all the time. Call me. Might need a sponsor or, or three. Um, but uh, he at some point, you have to understand the monster that you're working with. And I don't know that Kevin Stefanski understands that. I think he thinks that he can keep doing his thing and it'll just work. Tell me when it's going to work for, for Kirk Cousins. Tell me when it's going to work for Case Keenum. I don't believe it's going to work for Case Keenum. And I don't think that he thinks it's going to work for Case Keenum. 
because he won't take Baker Mayfield hurt ass, injured ass out of a game. And if he thought it would just work, this is why I don't buy the nonsense that, oh, he just showing y'all that that uh, Baker ain't the guy. Well, if that's the case, he got a guy on this team that could be the guy. So let him go. Case has already done the same thing. You know why I don't buy that? Another reason why I don't buy that? Because Baker Mayfield, if he was any good, they would make sure that he was good. This dude does want this job. This uh, Kevin Stefanski, he wants to be the coach. And he wants to coach this team. But he's in over his head. And I can't say it enough. This dude is in over his head. I don't like watching Kevin Stefanski. He looks like, Kevin Stefanski looks like a guy. When I was when I was in the service, I used to say all the time, there's times where I understand friendly fire. You're not equipped, bro. And you're not about to kill me. I hate to say it that way. But it's real. Kevin Stefanski is that guy. If you, again, I, I, I think I was going towards that before I kind of got off on a tangent, but look at this. If you look at this, uh, my, my background. So if you look at this, I don't know if any of you guys are fans of The Office. I'm a big, big, big fan of The Office. I'm a huge fan of The Office. I love it. I love pretty much everything about The Office. I love the uh, every episode. I love every season. I love <laughs> pretty much every character. Um, but one of the things, every show has this thing. You know, every show has this thing, this one thing. If you go back to the old SNL stuff, um, you know, uh, they did the shark thing. That was always a thing. You know, in Candy Graham, Candy Graham, they did that back then. Um, and one of the things that this show does is they they had this uh, Kevin, one of the guys on the show, and it's, it, his name is not Kevin Stefanski, but Kevin, one of the characters on the show, on The Office, the opening of the show is always kind of like just all the way off. And in the opening of the show, one of these episodes, Kevin makes his famous, his family's famous chili. And it's big, huge uh, stock pot, big pot of chili. He's walking this thing in and he comes into the office. And as soon as he gets inside the office, Kevin's already kind of a clumsy, slow dude anyway. And he just drops this thing on the floor and he's trying to scoop it all into the stock pot, yada, yada, yada. That's kind of what you see behind me right now. Because what they were saying was last year, Kevin Stefanski was the bee's knees. He did all of the things. Everything came out perfect, right? So now coming into this season, here he comes into the office with that big-ass pot of chili. He drops that shit right on the floor. It's exactly what Kevin Stefanski did. Drops that shit on the floor. As much as I blame Baker Mayfield for the collapse of the Cleveland Browns, I blame Kevin Stefanski as much 
for the collapse of the Cleveland Browns. Kevin Stefanski will not get a free pass from me. I haven't given him a free pass the entire time. Kevin Stefanski is right in my freaking crosshairs. It's your fault too, homie. It's your fault too, homie. You see that graphic behind me? You've won four games in the last 11. Very Hugh Jackson-esque. But you want me to act like I don't see this? You want me to act like this is on somebody else? Nah, sit that damn quarterback down because he's hurt. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's injured. Sit him down. We didn't do no better with him going his goofy ass out there than we would have with Case Keenum or Nick Mullen. Neither one of those guys looked that bad when they played. By the way, uh, Case Keenum has a better uh, win percentage than Baker Mayfield does. So you know. Give him a chance. I'm not saying that he should be the starter for the rest of life. I'm not saying he's the franchise guy. But get him through the chance to play for two or three games while Baker gets himself freaking healthy. You know, if Baker was only battling a damn left shoulder and the harness and all that dumbass shit, it would be different. But you keep letting him go out there and because he's trying to protect himself because he's trying to do all this stuff and now you got Jedrick hurt, now you got Jack Conklin out, now you're putting in all these weird dudes on the offensive line. You don't put up a freaking chip. And let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm going to say this right now. The shit that I saw today from Kevin Stefanski was goddamn pathetic. I'm going to tell you what. I don't know if he has something against Baker Mayfield or not, but I'm going to be completely and totally honest. This has nothing to do with me loving or disliking Baker Mayfield. But you as a freaking coach, you got two jobs. Protect your goddamn players and freaking try to win a game. You didn't try to do either one of these all freaking season long. You suck as a freaking uh, coach and a play caller, man. I'm saying that as a freaking fan, but I'm saying you, I'm telling you this dude lost me as a head coach. He lost me as a head coach. And he damn sure lost me as a a play caller. Because your job as a head coach is to protect your players. You still got this dude out there trying to throw a dumbass pass in a game that really you know you're not going to win. This dude looks awful. But you keep trotting him out there with his hurt ass, and you know he hurt. But you keep trotting him out there. But you know what you've never done? You remember the Chicago game, uh, Matt Nagy, goof-ass, when the Browns were playing against them, and he never tried to chip Miles Garrett, and Miles Garrett just went berserk. Today was the exact same thing. Today was the exact same thing. You didn't see nobody get over there 
to try to chip, to try to bump, or to try to help out that freaking rookie. It was appalling to watch Kevin Stefanski, punk ass, do that shit to his quarterback. And listen, I am not a Baker Mayfield fan like that. However, when I hear people tell me, oh, he's just trying to show that Baker ain't the guy, that don't make me feel better about my coach. That makes me feel like my coach shouldn't be the coach. That's some whole-ass shit. And what I saw out of my coach today at the end of that game was some whole-ass shit. You a punk-ass coach, man. And I really, I'm, I'm starting to dislike you as a coach. I'm starting to question whether you know any goddamn thing when it comes to just playing football or coaching football, rather. I may not be a big Baker Mayfield fan, but I'm not finna send a dude out there to hurt himself. And I'm not gonna put him out there when I know I'm, I don't, I'm not giving the dude no help. I'm not doing that. That's weak. And the players see that too. That shit weak. So yeah, Kevin Stefanski is the goofball who drops his dog on uh dog on family chili in the middle of the floor. You know, uh we talk about some great, let's talk about some great albums. Great freshman albums. Great first out the gate albums. Because people want to always say, oh, I, I refuse to believe that he just forgot how to, how to coach. I, I refuse to believe he forgot how to call plays. He was the coach of the year last year. So he's trying to act like somebody couldn't win an award. Awesome, awful farce. Or not necessarily off a of farce, but just out of, off a of whim. And then all of a sudden, he can't catch lightning. He caught lightning in the bottle. He caught lightning in the bottle. He won 11 games for the Browns. I don't care if he was a great play caller or not. He was going to win coach of the year because he won 11 games for the Browns. Wait, wait till the coach wins 12 games for the Browns. See, see what happens. See what happens. So, freshman breakout. This dude wins coach of the year. But I wish y'all would. I wish. I know the people who, who listen to the show, and I know Sean knows this, but the people who listen to the show, they, they totally know this. The new people to the show, go back and, and listen to the stuff I've said about Coach Kevin Stefanski. I've been. Somebody said it to me today. One of my one of my re really good friends, my little brother, um, you know, he said it today. I've kept the same energy about Kevin Stefanski. We come into this season. This dude has played or coached rather one season as a head coach. Somehow he's like the twelfth rated coach in the league. How? What has he done? What did he do? What did he do? Tell me. 
Oh, he won 11 games for the Browns. Okay, what else? And listen, I'm a Browns fan, so, you know, I love seeing this stuff. But, man, I'm a realist, too. What did he do? He didn't do shit. I, I kept saying, like, man, no, you can't be the 12, 13 frame dude. You got to do more. You got to do more. All you did was win 11 games. So what? You know, Hugh Jackson won the coach of the year before, too, by the way. Just saying. Mike Brown won the coach of the year, too, before. And in the NBA, terrible coach. He was a terrible coach. So what I'm saying is, you got to be able to understand how the game is supposed to be played and what's what's next. You want to be the coach of the year? Be the coach of the year when the pressure is on you. Excuse me, not when you sneak up on people. We snuck up on people last season. Now people were ready for us. So people studied film. People heard it. Pittsburgh heard it. We got swept by Pittsburgh. We got swept by Pittsburgh. Who was terrible early in the season. We were laughing at And it's very possible, especially since uh, the Bengals probably won't play all of their, you know, they probably won't play Joe Mixon. They probably, if they do, they probably won't play them all game because they don't need to win this game. I don't, I don't think it's going to make much of a difference, you know, where they end up in the, in the standings uh, in terms of the playoffs because they already won the, the conference. Uh, excuse me. They already won a division. You... We, we may be swept by only the Steelers, the team that I thought we were sweet for sure this season. I thought if we got swept this year, it would only be by the Ravens. That's terrible, man. And I can't walk away from this thing as a Browns fan feeling good about nothing that happened this season. Kevin Stefanski failed, giving him an F for the season. I know we haven't done our grades, but I'm telling you right now, I'm giving Kevin Stefanski an F, and Baker Mayfield has an F too. They both suck, and they got to get better. However, they're both coming back next year, and I'm still going to be a Browns fan next year. But guess what? I was a Browns fan before they got here. I'll be a Browns fan once they leave here. It is what it is. We're going to keep it moving. So my thoughts and my goals are just to make sure this team is good. We need a real cornerback. Excuse me, a real cornerback. We need a real uh, wide receiver is what I was really trying to say. We need some real wide receivers, and we need a real quarterback. 
maybe somebody who's over six foot tall. I'm just not sure that Baker's that guy. Matter of fact, I'm not. That's that's incorrect. It's not that I'm not sure Baker's not the guy. I don't believe in Baker Mayfield. I'm just going to stop with the half-ass fence sitting. I don't believe Baker Mayfield is the guy. That does not make me a Browns hater. It does not make me somebody that's not a Browns fan. I've been a Browns fan before Baker Mayfield was born. So that has nothing to do with anything. Baker Mayfield didn't see the games that I've seen in my life that in you know that that the Browns played in. I did though. I got more Browns than me than Baker Mayfield could ever even almost have. So I'm going to need the Browns to figure something out. I don't even know what's going to happen next week. I almost didn't want to watch the game today. I almost didn't because I was just like, man, I just don't even know. I I didn't want to see these guys not show up, but I also didn't want to see these guys come into this game without the pressure and then just play all, you know, loosey-goosey and, and, and put up 40 points. I, I think I would have been pissed off either way. And that's, honestly, that's the epitome of, of a Browns fan. And we went out there and we got our asses handed to us and we looked lackluster, mostly the offense, not the defense. Again, again, what was supposed to be so good was actually terrible. Again. I mean, I just got nothing, man. This was supposed to be, I'm 47, and this was supposed to be that coupling year, you know, where you had that one good season. And then you, you, you attach it to that next good season, so it's supposed to be that coupling year. Nah, we back to what we've always been, basic. Thanks to our basic quarterback, and let's be honest, our basic offensive coordinator, play caller, Kevin Stefanski. He's basic. People figured him out. However, he thought, I'm still smarter than everybody in the world. Terrible game today, fellas. We got one more game left, which means we probably got about a show and a half left, at least for the football season. Thank God for the Cleveland Cavaliers, even though uh, Isaac Okoro, I just saw, uh, may be out for the next uh, two weeks or three weeks. I'm not sure what the injury is, but I did, I did just see that. So I had to check in on that. But uh, outside of that, man, I'm, I'm going to keep the same energy. Baker Mayfield stinks. He's not the guy. Kevin Stefanski, sir, you are on the clock. Please check us out 
on our uh, audio streams from uh, from Anchor, uh, iTunes, um, Spotify. I'm 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 struggling right now because Sean usually goes to show A and B. I'm struggling because I'm just frustrated. Uh, what did I say? Uh, Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, and uh, Apple Podcasts. There you go. Those are all of our audio streams. Uh, also, check us out on um, the video streams on YouTube. Thank you very much. Please check check in on the subscribe, comment, like on our uh, Facebook pages and, or excuse me, Facebook page and our Instagram page. Both of those are two guys and a mic 216. Same thing for our YouTube page. Please like, subscribe, follow, comment. We will get back to you guys. We will let you guys know what we think, how we feel, good, bad, or indifferent. I had a bad comment uh, come from uh, a gentleman from I think he's a, he's a Packers fan, so he had a he had a he had a comment that you know uh, if you guys go to the to the page you can read it. I didn't take it down. Why would I take it down? I, but I responded back in kind, and uh, it is what it is. You know, but like we say, we we enjoy having you guys comment. We enjoy having you guys engage with us, and we're going to engage back. So um, I appreciate you guys' time. I'm getting out of here because I've had enough of this. I'm emotionally drained, and I got stuff to do in the morning. So thank you guys. I love you. Peace. You've just listened to Two Guys in a Mic with your hosts, Ron Pierce and Sean Davis. Please tune in for our midweek edition of our podcast. Until then, peace.